You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. partnership with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray and I'm joined as always by Paul Stewart. Hey Paul, how's it going? Not too bad, not too bad. I'm just uh just want this season now to be officially over this weekend. Um could not really care less about the Super Bowl besides I just don't want Philadelphia to win it. That's all I will say in that matter. Yeah, I mean, like, if the Chiefs win, I think it'll be the second time. I think the last time was, like, 2018 that they just stopped playing the Super Bowl and don't award a winner. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nobody. Um, yeah, so we're kind of ignoring it altogether, except for you're going on a trip to hang out with all the UK Cowboys guys and yep. uh, watch the game. Yep, so me and Mike and uh, Jamie and hopefully a few others will be joining us as well. Brian, unfortunately, can't make it. Um, but uh, And like of Lauren and Graham, they're unable to go. But we've got other people in the actual fan group are coming to go and be up with us as well. So there'll be a lot of drinking for festivities, that's for sure. What are all your plans? Like, are you uh, driving there? Do we have a sweet hotel? Are we hanging out at, at cool bars? What are we doing? Oh no! Uh, so I'll I'll be staying with Jamie. Um, so I'll be traveling down by coach. Um, so I'll leave tomorrow morning. I will get. The, I'll leave about ten o'clock in the morning, and I'll get down to Leeds for about four p.m. So it's not too bad. Does coach mean train? Uh, bus. Bus. Okay. Exciting. Yeah. So good to see you some scenery on the way down. And the game's gonna be pretty late for you guys. Like, is do is it normal yeah. for like bars or whatever to say open that later? You're watching it at Jamie's house. No, we're gonna be going to a, some type of casino resort where they're hosting the NFL Super Bowl, and it's gonna be with other f- fan groups that are gonna be there as well. So uh, we're gonna have multiple interactions, and we're likely to go live from that place as well. Uh, from a like go live with the UK Cowboys on it. Yeah, I mean, that's, that sounds super fun. So everyone look out for that live notification so you can see what these crazy kids are up to. Yeah, we obviously need to try and behave ourselves, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm already jealous of how much fun you guys are going to have. So we love to see it. Just hopefully, um, it's, hopefully it's just not a Philadelphia touchdown. That's all we'll see. <laughs> you don't think there's going to be a Philadelphia touchdown? <laughs> um. I'm, I've, there will be, yeah, but it won't stop me from being really disgruntled and disappointed seeing it happening. I mean, yeah, the first one's going to, I'm going to be like, okay, let me go make a different beverage now. Like, 
go get some snacks, take a lap. Mm, yep, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So something um, exciting happened this weekend for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and we're going to break it down for you. So we're going to get to the Dallas Cowboys awards, but in the first part of this, we're just going to talk about just the NFL honors in general. Um, and our musings on the awards that were given and all that good stuff. I know Paul has a, a not hot take, a very, um, angry take popular, popular, but angry take on one of these awards. I'm sure you can probably guess which one. Just, um, just, just, just so I'm saying, I'm not saying Andrew Tate. I said I, angry take. <laughs> oh yeah, never Andrew Tate. Um, let's see. So, first and foremost, let's talk about Coach of the Year Brian Dable, the New York Giant. It feels like a more of a sympathy vote, to be honest. Um, if, Is it a sympathy vote? <laughs> yeah, I really do. Just because he looks tough on the sideline doesn't really mean to say like he's there's been better coaches that have been more well deserving. From I for one, I thought it was the Bengals head coach called was it Zach Thomas or something yeah, like that? Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Why is he he wasn't even the shortlist at all? Like, how was he like he was back to back AFC championship game where he had bad starts to the season and he managed to come back both in those bad seasons. Like, why was he not, like, the front runner for that? I'm sorry, but that is just absolute garbage. I wonder if that's just because, like, he has Joe Burrow to fall back on, whereas, like, you're getting something out of Danny uh, Dimes, quote-unquote. Um, that's fair. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a fair statement. I mean, he did get the Giants to the, the playoffs, but he actually, basically, the Giants basically bent over to the Eagles. I mean, so. Three times, so that wasn't super surprising. But just like yeah. to look at their season, I mean, there were a lot of games where they were – you were shocked that they were in it to be first, like or firstly. Yeah. And then um, just like the way they were able to come back a couple times too was like pretty impressive. They just looked like a completely different team from like years prior. It feels like – you know that with the issue we had with Kellen Moore as our offensive coordinator – like some games that we actually look pretty good, some games we look pretty bad. That was like the Giants overall. Yeah, I mean, I feel like one could argue that they just looked straight garbage the last few years. Granted, they did get to have Barkley for the majority of the season, so I think all of it probably. But either way, um, I don't know. I think he's – I definitely – Agreed with him being nominated for it. Um, I forget who else is in that category, but you know. Uh, well, there was Sirianni. There was. Um, oh yeah, I'm glad he did. Uh, Andy Reid, um, but. I feel like Andy Reid could like win pretty much every year, and so could Patty for MVP. So it's just like maybe let's give it to someone else for once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean. I mean, again, this is why I'm kind of really struggling to really understand is why Zach Taylor was never nominated. Like, all yeah. these other guys were nominated, but why wasn't Zach Taylor? I don't disagree with you at all. Um, I like Zach Taylor a lot. I think it, I don't know. It almost feels like, I mean, I guess you can make the same argument for Andy Reid. I don't know. Next time, uh, we'll have to convince people to nominate him because he deserved it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the assistant coach of the year was D'Amico Ryans. I think that was like 
a runaway um, win there. Yeah, that, that was pretty much the unanimous one. I, I I couldn't really think of anybody else to really kind of just like to compete with that with with that. So yeah, I think that was kind of a clear cut nomination. Well, no nomination, clear clear cut winner. Sorry. Yeah, I mean he was just him and his defense were just like dominant pretty much all year. Um, it'll be really interesting to see how he does as head coach of the Houston Texans. Um, he obviously has history there. Um, and, you know, I hope they lose forever, but, you know, I hope he has some success. <laughs> I don't know. I don't well, – things it, can't happen at the same time, but – Yeah. Like, he, he's going into a Texans team right now who are needing pretty much everything, so he can actually build his own foundation from the ground yeah. up, starting with free agency and, and the draft. So um, it'll be very interesting to see what the Texans do this year. Like, just for – just, 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 ever be cool with with a world where they're good um they're never gonna be as good as us like in terms of like i'm sorry texans are just pretty much a shadow of what they were as the houston oilers they're just a shadow of that yeah and their fans are annoying um <laughs> we also have comeback player of the year gino That's, smith. i've been i've been saying that all year like yeah, gino yeah. smith like Geno Smith for me has been like a player that no one really wanted on their roster, and uh, Pete Carroll took the chance on him and stopped by with him when they traded Russell Wilson away to the the Broncos, and he has absolutely been really good. Like all things considering, he's been a really good, solid quarterback. The only thing though, and this is not on uh, Geno Smith, as he's been sacked quite a lot. Um, I think it was like sacked like 46, 40, I think it's either 42 or 46 times this year. Um, so if they're going to stick with Geno Smith going forward, they're going to have to protect him from that. So more likely, like, and this is kind of more my draft analysis kind of going into this going forward. So expect the, the Seahawks to draft a tackle or a guard at some point early on in the draft. Yeah, I could see... You know, I could have see, seen how someone could make the argument for Christian McCaffrey, but like at the same time, how many times is that dude going to come back? Number one, number two. <laughs> um, Gino Smith was just like such a story this year. Like he's he was kind of laughed at, and then just to have like the season that he did, just imagine what he could do with like a little assistance. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I'm, I, I'm very intrigued just as a general sports fan to see what Geno Smith can actually do because he's obviously matured a lot yeah. over the years. Like I still remember the day when he got drafted. Like he was so he was really butthurt the fact that he never got selected in the first first round, and he ended up getting was it the Jets that drafted him in the second round. Yes. So he always had that little chip on his shoulder, that little bit of attitude, and he's always went from team to team. Yeah, like beat up in his own locker room, like not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he hasn't done himself any favors throughout his career, but he seems to have turned it around, and he looked really good. He had good chemistry with DK Metcalf throughout the season, so well deserving winner for comeback player of the year, in my opinion. Do you um? Given that he's had a bit of a come up and Russell Wilson's had a bit of a come down, do you you know give any credence to Pete Carroll? I find that Pete Carroll deserves a lot of credit. And again, you could why is why is he not being put into the equation for coach coach of the year? The fact that he's managed to keep a team 
keep the Seahawks some somewhat competitive without a star quarterback like in Russell Wilson. So it, it just shows you like Pete Carroll has been very fundamentally sound, keeping the Seahawks somewhat irrelevant nearly every year. I completely agree with you. Like it's one of those years where you like look at their roster and you thought like they were just going to be like yeah, look, yeah. It's so weird. Like when you look, like obviously now they've got DK Metcalf as their number one, but but when you kind of look at it, like Tyler Lockett stuff, like would you say they're like elite wide receivers or do they have a elite running back ever since Marshawn Lynch? No, but somehow they still managed to hang on and grasp onto like almost getting into the playoffs or just barely making the playoffs. So it's like, I find that's kind of credit to Pete Carroll for really like getting the, te the team rallied up and really step up when they really need to. So, yeah, I know people like have a lot of hot takes on Pete Carroll, like they don't like him or whatever, but I, th I think it's something that that's, it's kind of weird that he wasn't, you know, even nominated for that, but good for him. Good for them. <laughs> um, speaking of good for them the New York Jets swept the defensive rookie of the year and the offensive rookie of the year with uh, defensive going to Sauce Gardner no kidding and uh, offensive going to Garrett Wilson uh, Garrett Wilson um, I guess I can't really guess... think of any I don't. I don't really recall that were better than him. Yeah, I mean, he's had an okay season, but I wouldn't say it was like a standout season. But whereas when you compare it to his counterpart and Sauce Gardner, who has been absolutely phenomenal, like he's been a great draft pick for the Jets, and that's something that's saying something. The Jets have actually drafted well with Sauce Gardner, so, um, so yeah, like how he played against Green Bay this year, he looked phenomenal. Like and throughout the whole season, he has a man-to-man -man coverage, and being that like like pressure type of cornerback, so he's been really, really good. So well deserving of rookie of the year, a defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I mean, just thinking about this Jets, this young Jets team, I think they have so much upside. That's like whenever people were talking about like where would Aaron Rodgers go or like where would Tom Brady go, like you're they're, you're best situation for those guys if they wanted to like win now I always said it was the Jets just because all that's the piece that they're missing is a quarterback yeah and it looks like they might potentially draft another quarterback because the whole situation with Zach Wilson they're so, so good at drafting quarterbacks oh <laughs> uh, honestly every time the Jets draft a quarterback you feel like you're one step closer to something I don't know I'm, I'm trying to think of a uh, think of a week we comment there, but I can't think of anything funny. So my my banter's, my, my, my banter's, my, my banter's gone tonight. You're fine. Um, I just um, I think it it'll be interesting what they end up doing. I don't know, I don't know like who in free agency you would get that would just like be the elevation you need. But I just really don't. I don't know. That's because that's I'll... a really missing piece, and you think that they're not very good at. Obviously, they haven't been good at evaluating them in the past. So, like, do you really trust yourself with drafting somebody? I would have said um, Derek Carr would have been a, a nomination to trade for, but uh, it looks as though he's on his way to the New Orleans Saints. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. 
he just looks like a pirate to me. I'll never get over it. How so? I'm curious to know why. He looks like he has eyeliner on. Try. Damn. So he does. <laughs> yeah. All in, like he could do well in Tampa Bay if he really wanted to keep the brand strong. Um, but <laughs> maybe grow his hair a little bit. Be, yeah. a bit more, be a bit more scruffy looking. I mean, he gets scruffy during the season, but yeah, no, that would, the long hair would help with that. Um, I think he'll, he'll be an interesting fit in New Orleans. I'm, yeah, I, I don't know if it's officially confirmed yet, but yeah. it, it's, it seems to be that's, uh, it's more likely that's going to be happening. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's also Offensive Player of the Year, Justin Jefferson, my boy, my little tiger son. You love to see it. I like to see it, but there was a gap with Justin Jefferson. He was doing absolutely nothing. Like I think it was like between weeks, like after the Cowboys game, like where we completely decimated the Vikings, he was a non-entity in that game. For example, yeah. Then, then weeks eleven and twelve, he was very very limited in terms of production. So I do question. Like, don't get me wrong, he's a fantastic player, but I do question the the award. Like, why wasn't C.D. Lamb given it? Well, because people did the same thing to C.D. Lamb that they did to Justin Jefferson. No, but you double team but, him and you take him out. So, but Lamb was more. But Lamb was more consistent. He, he may have no scored much touchdowns, but he was more consistent across. Like, and that's worth two had different a better qu- quarterback. Too. And and we had and we had two different different quarterbacks. We had Cooper Rush and we had Dak Prescott. So yes. So I think that argument that, for sure. I just think yeah. like when you think about and like when you do think about the best wide receivers in the league this year, you do do think about CD. If you think about the last couple of years, not so much. But yeah, like if I, if I'm honestly, if I was being if I was not being as um pro Cowboys right now. I probably would have said I would I put a put Jamar Chase up there as well. Yeah. So so it's like a toss up between Jefferson, Lamb, and Chase would have been your top three, I think. I think it helps a little bit. Like literally no hate meant by this whatsoever, but like it considering like your quarterbacks too, the fact that he was able to have the season that he had and like continue to improve the way that he has is yeah kind of a cool deal we i just root for justin jefferson and obviously jamar and joe at all times um defensive player of the year nick bosa sound off young paul right i don't have a problem of nick bosa winning the awards like yeah is that Leading site leader, blah, 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 blah. But <laughs> what I do have a freaking problem with, and I'm really, I'm going to sound off and be a complete twat here, is the fact that Micah Parsons did not get one single freaking vote. What in the hell is the NFL awards all about? I'm one sorry. One first place vote. Sorry, one first place vote. The fact yeah. that uh, Quentin Williams, the, the defensive tackle for the Jets, Got one and Micah Parsons didn't. Come on now, that is absolute BS. Absolute BS, man. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm sorry. I know. Don't apologize. I think a lot of people listening probably feel the same way as do I. Um, a lot of people probably have that sentiment. Like, it's honestly disrespectful at this point. Like, it really is. <laughs> Like like and 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 like and you see uh, Michael Parsons on Twitter. He's being so sincere about no no. You need to show your love to the other guys type of thing. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm sorry, man, but you got absolutely shafted. Like you got absolutely uh, blackballed here. Yeah. Like like it's like you don't have to apologize or be sincere to anybody. Like if anyone was actually the the whole yeah. NFL season, you should have been either first or at best second place between you and Nick Bosa. Like, no one else should it be in the equation. You could argue maybe Hassan Riddick for the Eagles, yeah. potentially. But Quentin Williams, are you kidding me? That is an insult. That yeah. absolute insult. Don't get me wrong, Quentin Williams is a good player, but he's not in this, he's not product, produced as much compared to Riddick, Bosa and Parsons. And where's Parsons has been, he's been all over for the team, playing linebacker, playing on lane on the edge, playing inside a linebacker. Like, what else can he not do? Like, and he's been the heart and soul of that team. Whereas Bosa, he's just a he's just in one entity being an edge rusher. That's pretty much it. Whereas Parsons, he is everywhere. And you were Quentin Boyd. Part of it though, the fact that he's playing all over the field, so he's not getting you know, his specific numbers that would just, like, blow everyone out of the water because he's doing so many other things, like... I, I don't think it's... Personally, it shouldn't always be about numbers. There's, there's, there's the actual awards for that, for, like, being sack leader and stuff like that, which, again, yeah. Nick Bosa actually won. But if you're if, if you're if you're going based on that, then if, if we're going based on, like... How am I going to reword this? Um, based on overall play... Like then, Parsons should be right up there, and other players like who've not even got a mention, like like even the coaches, uh, like I mentioned, Zach Taylor, like like it it just feels like there's a there's a there's been a big void of who should have been nominated and who should have should not. Sorry. Yeah, I yeah I completely agree with you. I don't know. I just wonder, like, what we're looking at, because, like, the body of work is there to get you at least one first place vote. Like, come on. I mean, that's what I mean. It's like, if it was, like, at least one vote, then I can understand people would maybe had the choice between Bosa and Parsons to kind of vote against, but that may have been the case. 
that may be in the actual case here. It's like Bosa was overwhelmingly ahead of Parsons and yeah. But again, I'm just trying to remember who the other players were. There was two other players. That, uh, there was Quentin Williams and there was someone else that was voted with one yeah. vote. And I'm just like, what in the hell? Because Riddick got three votes. He got three. And I'm wondering if he got voted for that because he's in the Super Bowl. Like don't and whatever, but on on top of having a good season, um, but I'm just I'm absolutely shell shocked. I'm absolutely disgusted the fact that even just not one single first vote was even recognised for Micah Parsons as a complete insult. I agree with you. I mean, and that my takeaway that I like when we were messaging about it, I was like. Him and DQ are gonna like take this personal. Oh, you best believe it. You best believe it. Like, and if that's one thing you don't want to do to a lion is get it absolutely peed off. Yeah. You so, the bear or the lion or whatever. Yeah. And and the fact that Dan Quinn said he had unfinished business with Dallas, he's already got fighting words for next season, and that's gonna add more fuel for even Micah Parsons going next year. So yeah. I expect I expect like the way her things are going, I would expect Parsons to be an absolute monster next year. And the and it always seems to be the third year is always seems to be one of those years you always have your career best as oh, a player. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm excited. Well, I'm excited for that aspect. I think obviously mm-hmm. looking looking ahead, I'm excited about it. Um League MVP, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, no surprise there. He's been he's, he's been super consistent. Not a single surprise. Um, what do you think about the MVP curse? Um, to be honest, I've never really thought about it. To be perfectly honest, I didn't realize there was a curse until you just mentioned it. Though. Oh, really? I think yeah. it's that like nobody that has won MVP has won the Super Bowl. Didn't. Mahomes won it when he won the Super Bowl last time. Was he not MVP then? Um, an NFL MVP has not won the Super Bowl since 1999. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Oh, okay. To that point, Tom Brady uh, managed to win seven Super Bowls and three MVP awards, but never in the same year. Interesting. <laughs> oh, you would have thought Brady been would have been one of them. Yeah, I would have thought so. But no. Um, so he has the MVP curse. If anyone can break it though, like yeah, if you even playing with one leg, I'm sure you can break break it. Yeah. I like despite what you may think about Patrick Mahomes as the player and the team he plays for for the Kansas City Chiefs, you cannot deny he is an elite player. He is like what what can he not do is the question. He can do shuffle passes. He can do like sidearm passes, deep throws. Like he's he can, and even as Arsenal repertoire, people would question with missing Tyreek Hill in his roster. It's like, oh, who's he going to pass to? Yet, who are those right way receivers? Juju Smith Schuster, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, he still manages to get them to the Super Bowl. Yeah, still, still with well one leg as well. <laughs> one leg. He literally had one leg. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he's his leg is feeling better at this uh, point in time, but we'll see. 
I hope so, Chris. I will I'll be supporting the for former name of the Kansas City Chiefs, the Dallas Texans. <laughs> yes. They're, orig they're originally from Dallas, so there is some... Well, he's also line. from Texas, so there you go. There you go. Yeah, I mean, if anyone can break the MVP curse, it's likely Patrick Mahomes, but that's just something that everyone's been talking about since he won it last night. Um, I think the like, all the Eagles fans are like, oh, we're glad Jalen didn't win then, like... MVP curse, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whatever. I think, the only thing I, I think the only thing I'm not looking forward to with regards to Patrick Mahomes is his brother doing TikToks. He's been pretty quiet. He may come um, out there. He may, he may, he he was, may come out there and work for that whole. He was on like live a couple weeks ago. Um, Not, not totally acting the fool, but a little bit. Because he was like, there's this like, giant influencer here and who's like i want to date her or whatever i was like honey like no <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah they have been quiet Brittany especially she's honestly just been focusing on like that soccer stuff so that's been good for uh, him i think uh, and be the mom as well so oh of course her. yes yeah i mean i know people don't like her i don't have really a problem with her jackson on the other hand <laughs> Um, but that's not our problem. Yeah, it's not our problem. And, he, and they haven't been causing trouble this season. So maybe no, they haven't. If they kept themselves quiet to themselves. Jackson's and... just waiting to do something during the offseason. Um, oh, <laughs> this one I'm super hyped on. The Walton Payton Man of the Year yes. Award. About darn time. It is Rain Dakota Prescott who won that award. And it's so well-deserved. Recognize the name Dakota Rain Prescott. Well, freaking deserved. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. I wasn't surprised that he won. I think he's been talked about in that conversation for a while. Um, his face, though, was so cute when he won. I was like so excited for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could tell he was just so over the moon, like the proper yeah. raw emotion stuff like that. So, yeah, he's, he's, he absolutely deserves it. And the amount of work he does for outside of football as well, raising awareness for like, it was kind of related to what his mom had, wasn't it? Like, was it cancer yeah. or something? Like? Yeah. yeah, she had cancer and Jace yeah. died by suicide in 2020. That's right. Um, yeah. He does a lot of mental health work along with, um, you know, sending money to cancer research. So he is just, he's a great guy. And like, I'm not going to dwell on this part, but I'm just going to make note. Like if you're one of those people that like even thought about commenting, like, well, I don't care until he wins the Super Bowl. Like you're disgusting. And I never want to talk to you. Okay. <laughs> Like, it's, okay, it. it's okay to be a good person off the field. You ask them to be that all the time. Let them get recognized for it. He's a human being who has a lot of interests. See, that's a lot. I think that's a lot of thing. Just sports fans just cannot get around that barrier. They think it's just about football or basketball or whatever sport. Like especially here in Scotland, like when it comes to soccer and stuff like that, yeah. people treat like. They only see these players on the football field, and that's what their life is. They don't even seem to remember they've got a life outside of that. They don't forget they've got a family. They don't forget they've got their own personal issues. People yeah. forget that type of stuff. So you're absolutely right to call that out there, Meg. Absolute spot on. Yeah, 
Well, it's like if he said that if he like said an F word or something like people will jump down his throat for being a bad role model. But like we're not allowed to acknowledge the fact that he is a good one for doing like work in his community. Yeah. Come on. Come on. But what's more important is the fact that he won and we love that for him. That is our quarterback. We are excited. And it's going to be very, I'm really excited to see what he's going to do for next season under Mike McCarthy's offensive steam, which is most likely to go on to be a West Coast style offense. Yeah. So I'm excited for what's going to happen next year. Like, like more, like I'm more excited about this offseason than I was this offseason for that season. Because obviously with trading away Cooper and stuff like that, I was bummed out, but whereas going into this one, I have a lot more like faith going into next season. Well, and you know, if you want to support Randy Dakota Prescott, you can go to his foundation, Faith Finish or Faith Fight Finish. There we go. Triple F. Yes. Check that out. They are all they do a lot of good work and uh we love that for him. Now here's two big ones that everyone was keeping their eyes on last night. I know that um, RJ did do a quick little pod on this, so he has some fun information if you want to check it out. It won't take too much of your time, but it is worth it um, on the Ocho. But we are going to talk about it, too. We have DeMarcus Ware and Charles Howley getting inducted into the Professional Football Hall of Fame. Chuck Howley. <laughs> Chuck. Big yeah, Chuck. I mean, it's, that's one, that one is one where it's like he really should have – like back in 2010, I think, like he should have been in that class. Yeah, he should have been. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but... this man has late stage dementia. So it's not like he really knows that he's in the Hall of Fame, which sucks. Uh, sadly, it's, as sad as that sounds, it's, it's true, unfortunately. But, but, uh, but on the positive news is um, the Marcus Ware. Like, yeah. I don't know if anyone's seen it as you're listening to the show right now, but there's a reaction video of Jerry Jones telling Demarcus Ware that he's been inducted into the Hall of Fame and it is absolutely priceless. Like It's just sheer shock value from Demarcus and it's beautiful to watch. Very emotional clip. Yeah, it's really sweet. De- definitely worth your time to go watch it. Um, it's It was so cute. I just, <laughs> I'm so happy for him. He is the Cowboys' all-time sack leader. I know the Broncos want to claim him more than we will, but we won't allow it. So sorry about. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, but your three seasons of having Demarcus Ware uh, does not count compared to the um eleven sorry nine seasons we've had of him. So yeah, like I'm glad he helped you get a Super Bowl, and I was rooting for him in that one. I was I, I was excited for him and him alone. Really, he, he deserved it. He absolutely deserved yeah. it. I mean Absolutely. that I think yeah because that year I think he got what um ten sacks that year it was the year after we um he left Dallas yeah. and the Broncos Broncos went to the Super Bowl that year and just that season alone in twenty fourteen he got ten sacks and two forced fumbles and one interception but looking over his overall statistics and a grand total of one hundred and seventy eight games in the NFL. He's 503 solo tackles with 153 assists, 138 and a half sacks, which is an 11.5 sack per season average. 
and also f- three interceptions and one touchdown. And he's a good dude to boot. Honestly, he's he. I, you would never think if you were to meet Demarcus like like, like the vibe off him, he just seems such a nice guy. You would never thought he was a football player because he's just such a nice like he's got that nice vibe to him. Like he's just so well spoken, very like. Just a general nice guy, but you would never think he was an absolute monster on the football field. Yeah. Like if if, if, if it's like complete bipolar <laughs> in a way. <laughs> and I love the fact that like while he does obviously like, you know, give his time to the Broncos, he I feel like he gives more of it to the Cowboys. Like he's very invested in the growth of this team. Um and yeah, the, like Micah the, Parsons and yeah, I, I'm, I was just about to say that because when we drafted Micah, Demarcus was like right right back at the star, and it's like let, let me teach you some things, blah 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 yeah. blah. Like, and he really yeah, impressed I a lot. Of, yeah, he was hyped big time because I think Demarcus sees a lot of Micah Parsons in himself. So I think having a guy like Demarcus Swift for Parsons is going to be crucial for his career as well. Yeah, I'm excited for. All the things to come, he deserves, he really deserved to be on the first ballot and on the first ballot, but you know what? Better late than never. Um, We're very excited for him. As always, check out um, the Blogging the Boys channel. Like we we talked to, we, RJ talks to DeMarcus like quite a bit. So he's got some fun stuff on there with him. You should check it out. He also just did an interview with Trayvon Diggs as well, not that long ago. Yeah. So, guys, be sure to go and check it out. Yeah, they were trying to stir the pot with him, and he wasn't having it. It was really funny. Um, definitely, yeah. Always look for the the good stuff we have for you. Um, I'm gonna move on just a little bit to you mm. did a mock draft with the UK Cowboys. We are always yes. keeping our eyes on the draft. As it as we're leading up to it, um, that is our bread and butter. So, how did that go for us? Right. So, um, so how how did I start breaking this down? So it was me, Brian, and Graham. So we all took turns on making the pick. So one after the other. So I ended up getting the Dallas Cowboys pick, and. We were left with like so Joey Porter, uh, CIA Atka, Trent Simpson, the linebacker from Clemson, and stuff like that. But picks before that, Jordan Addison, wide receiver from um, USC, he was taken. Jackson Smith, Ninjibba, he was taken. Um, Quentin Johnson was taken. And Save Flowers was taken. So the top four wide receivers ahead, well, based on PFF rankings, yeah. were taken ahead. I decided not to go for best player available. Uh, there was there was no uh, guards available. Osiris, uh, Osiris Torrance was taken early on. So there was Joey Porter, Trent Simpson, Say Aika. We could do with a defensive interior tackle, but I decided to kind of, um, I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a reach because I think this guy will be a first-round draft pick. Mm. Is Josh Downs from North Carolina, the wide receiver. Interesting. So, and the reaction that we got from on like like during the live stream yesterday, people really liked it, and they can understand why we made that investment. The thing with Josh Downs is he has a smaller wide receiver in terms of height, but his ball security is phenomenal. He's a four point three uh 
like um sprint in terms of the, the combine combine sprint the yeah how much is a 40 yard dash 50 yard dash i can't remember it's 40. 40 yeah like so he's 4.3 4. and actually actually i don't think i know it's 40. <laughs> I couldn't even remember the top of my head there, but but so Josh Downs is a four point three runner, so he's got a lot of speed in him, good hand security. He could play the slot, which is something we did lack this year, and it just, it just opens more options, especially for this West Coast type of style offense that is more likely going to be going forward with Mike McCarthy. So it made sense to kind of because when we jump, if we didn't go with Josh Downs and we pick like maybe like. Uh, Joey Porter, the court cornerback from Penn State, like he can play opposite side to Trevon there. So we've got yeah. that better, better security, which is a, still a great pick. Um, but with likes of Josh Downs, you're not going to see him in the second round. Someone will likely have to have traded up for him at some point, and he would have got picked very early on in the second round. So if not, someone would have traded back into the first to get him. Yeah, I mean. I don't, I don't know. I, I'll have to watch some film on him. He sounds interesting, actually. I don't know too much about him. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what to do then, Meg. Um, yeah. Our good, our good friend Jay Tuck has done a nice analysis video of, of yeah. his game tape, and he did a fantastic breakdown on it. And that's what won me over. So okay. Josh, so Josh Downs is one of the guys I would love to have in the Cowboys. If we can't get him in the first, I would make sure we try to do our best to get him in the second. Try and move yeah, back up a bit. Yeah. But, but if we can get him, the next best thing for wide receiver, I think we can get is Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee in terms so of wide receivers. Are you really targeting um, wide receiver? For... I, think, I, I think that's a priority in terms of a position we do need. But if we decide to go for best player available, I think the next position would need to be wide receiver. So if we don't pick a wide receiver in the first, I think it's going to be a wide receiver in the second. All right. Well, these are things to look at. Um, definitely check out Jay Tuck. He's always breaking stuff down for you. He's super fun to watch. Um, and very knowledgeable. Yeah. So, uh, so Jay Tuck's channel is CFO Sports on YouTube, and you can follow him at Jay Tuck One Five One Sports. Um, is there anything else I missed for this week, this weekend, or whatever? Um, not I can think off the top of my head. No. Well, perfecto. Um, we are super excited for, um, you know, our man of the year and our inductees. Uh, wish them all the best. We're excited for them. And um, you can follow the adventures of Paul Stewart this weekend as he heads to Leeds to uh, Leeds, Leeds, be Leeds, Leeds, a crazy Leeds. person at the bars. And to root for the Chiefs. It's not me you need to worry about. It's Jamie you need to worry about. Yeah, you guys are coming to his home for a reason. It's because he needs help getting back to it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he needs, a, he, need, he, needs a, he needs help to get back home, that's for sure. <laughs> and me um, and Mike are probably the most sensible ones. Tell them where they can follow you and where they can check out your live streams this weekend. Yes, so uh, you can follow me. I am Peace to Instagram and Twitter. And uh, be sure to check out the UK Cowboys fans as we are likely to go live during Super Bowl uh, night. Um, we will keep you updated, blah, blah, blah. But uh, yeah. And what time sure. will that be for you? We're not too sure yet. <laughs> We're not too sure yet. Depending on how many beers have been drunk and depends. We'll be <laughs> 
late night for you, but or, or like early-ish for us. Yeah, we're we're not too sure if we're going to do it during the game, so it'd be more of a live reaction of us watching the game. But obviously, we can't show the game on our stream, so it'd just be us reacting <laughs> to the things. So that'd be interesting if that would decide to do that. But we are we are planning going live at some point, either before the game or during the game. It's always a good time with those UK Cowboys guys. So be sure to check them out. You can follow me at Meg Murray with four R's on everything. Um, you should definitely check out all the fun stuff we have at bloggingboys.com. There's something new, like it feels like every hour, but you know, just keep your head on a swivel there. Um, and you can, we have content for you every day, um, wherever you listen to podcasts. So be sure to rate, review, and subscribe at Blogging the Boys. And um, we'll catch you guys next week. Go Chiefs, go Cowboys. Dallas forever, Philly for never. Philly for never.